You are listening to a special winter edition of Transfor from Four Fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. to the second part of this for Transfor show um, where we are going to look um, at the rest of uh, uh, all the lines we've discussed the goalkeeping situation uh, quite extensively in part one you can listen to that if you want to um, part two still Transfor, still uh, foresight foarsite.com and still with me is, is Jason Drew might be asleep by now because well he's far away different time zones stuff like that while we were recording and somewhere around 3am in the in, at night for him if 3am is, is the right thing to say um, we still have Christian who's just before his last call so he might run off to, to grab a pint and um, <laughs> uh, we have mental obviously so um uh, guys, let's start with the back four. Um, let's start with the full-backs. Christian, how you feel uh, our situation is? Klopp's famous for his full-backs. The, the Smelters and Blazikovsky, stuff like that. And he's just uh, growing up the next the, the next ones. Um, I mean, we have um, four spots in the defense, and we have seven players available, which is uh, Gomez and TAA. Uh, bound to the right, we have uh, Virgil van Dijk and Lovren and uh, Matip Klavan for the um, centre-back sp- slots and uh, we have Robertson, uh, Moreno is, and Klein are injured, so um, seven players available right now. Um, the full Moreno is training outside though, Moreno is, is, is near near being fit. Yeah, uh, which, is, which is great as an option and uh, Moreno did a, did a very good job before with a few Concerns in between, okay, but uh, generally. As long as we don't play good. Seville, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't play Seville so far. Um, but that, that could that could come back quickly because I think Seville will prevail over United. And um, <laughs> why are you laughing? Um, <laughs> I think our fullbacks are doing a great job. I mean that it's 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 very. A very natural thing that both Joe Gomez and, and uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold still are making mistakes here or there, um, but you have to put them on the pitch and give them the chance to develop and to grow into the game and into the team, and uh, they have done an extremely good job overall. So, um, and uh, Robertson, we don't even need to talk about that anymore. It's fan- absolutely fantastic what this guy has delivered uh, recently, and uh, Moreno vastly improved uh, with different, different characteristics on the pitch, but um, doing extremely well and adding a lot to the team and uh, to the general um, fluidity of play and so I'm very happy with the fullback situation in general Alright, Mentor, what's your take on on, uh, the centre-backs? Who's your best pairing? Who would you play if all are fit? Um, 
Well, it's it's tricky as talking about the pairing because do you go on form or do you go on really where where our defence is heading for over in the in the in the medium term because Clavan has been the most reliable defender really for us, um, and so just on form you'd put him in with Van Dyke, but uh, uh, really Matip is the idea is Matip is the is this is the the answer going forwards. To play with Van Dyke, that's the thing. Um, but you just feel like Matip needs to impose himself a little more than he does, you know. So it's good. and then of course your second secondary partnership is Lovren and Clavin, which doesn't, you know, doesn't really excite you. Um, I wonder if Lovren will uh, will want to stay playing a secondary role. Um, is he going to be that though? Because if you look at the reaction and and looking at the player ratings that I wrote and especially the narrative around it, if you look at all the um, if you look at Lovren's recent games, and apart from you know uh, the last two goals uh, from from City, um, I think he's he's responded absolutely brilliantly to the fact that um, Van Dijk's coming in and he's even better on the right even though he prefers to play on the left who's that a Lovren Lovren yeah I don't know I don't know we'll have to see I mean uh, we've got a lot of games so in theory there's a lot of rotation um, to be had so maybe he's you know he stays with that it's a bit of a problem because he's quite erratic you know and uh he was erratic for that goal um, last uh, on Sunday as well. Yeah, I think all his erratic uh, uh, episodes have been when he's been playing on the left. If you look at when he plays on the right, he's actually been pretty solid and, and hasn't made those mistakes. Uh, every every time he's had that, that shocker, he's been playing on the left. So maybe he shouldn't play on the left. To me, it's Matip and... And, and uh, Lovren on the right, and maybe Van Dijk and Klavan on the left, and, and keep it like that. Yeah, Klopp likes his aggression. Mm. Uh, personally, I'd like to see him replaced. I mean, it's a shame we missed out on a Kanji from Basel because uh, I wonder if that would have been a, a way of um, a way of getting him out of the club, maybe, or maybe he would just replace Klavan. I don't know. Mm. Before, no. I don't know enough about the Kanji to, to make a comment there, unfortunately. Mm. I, I think once you move Lovren to uh, a third choice, or, uh, yeah, third choice, if we're assuming that Matip and um, Virgil van Dijk are going to be the, the preferred two, then Lovren as a number three, we can say he's erratic or whatever, but as a number three, I don't think that is as bad because... You wouldn't expect him to play as many games. He might have to come on and, you know, make substitute appearances or whatever. But um, uh, as uh, Eric was saying earlier, he's still, you know, you could probably put him in the top 50 centre-backs in the world. And so as a number three, that's probably enough, right? You don't need a a world-class player to sit on the bench. Well, they probably wouldn't sit on the bench for very long either. Hmm. You know, they would want to go elsewhere if they were, <laughs> if they were sat on the bench. Yeah, exactly. Class. I mean, yeah. Lovren has actually been a reserve for us um, at times 
you know, when when he's gone through bad form or whatever, and he's he's been dropped to the bench, and you might have had, I don't know, uh, Skirtle and um, uh, Sacco playing or or something like that. But he's certainly been the number three in his time at Liverpool before, so I'm not entirely convinced that he's going to rock the boat because I think from his point of view, um, well, we'll see. But I think if, if he does leave, then there's only one direction he's going to go. He's going to end up going back to uh, to a mid-table club. So it depends what he wants. Does he does he play 20 games a season at, at Liverpool or does he go to um, Stoke or West Ham seem to pick up a lot of RX players and um, be their number one? Yeah, I mean, with the centre-backs, do, with two games a week, do we just keep playing the same pairing all, all the time? Or, you know, how often are we rotating those centre-backs? Given the fact that, um, you know, especially Martip and, and Lovren do have issues in, 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 in the physical department, you know, Martip's out qu- quite a bit, and so's Lovren. So you kind of want to say, Virgil, you stay fit. And we will just pardon you with the one who's the fittest of the two. Yeah, well, if if there's injury problems, I'd like to see Lovren replaced for sure. Absolutely. You know, because if, if we're going to keep on bringing him in because Matip's out, then I'd just much rather have another centre-back. I think it's time we moved on, really, from him as well as the keeper. Lovren. Um... I think Clavin's less of a question mark. It doesn't really matter because he's kind of bottom of the list of uh, rotation options. So, so it doesn't really matter what happens to him, really. He's a solid guy as well, isn't he? When he comes in, he's like, he's not, you know, he's not great. He's not a, an amazing defender, but he's he's solid, dependable. He's he's not going to like go and make mistakes and stuff like that. You just got to be a bit careful careful playing him against the. Uh, a Jamie Vardy or someone like that who can beat him for pace. I wouldn't be surprised if our judgment of our centre backs uh, would uh, not be drastically changing over the next few months with Van Dijk as a potential leader and his all his other qualities probably really lifting the rest of the defence mm. teammates. I, I think we should should. Uh, be a bit more patient on that because my personal feeling is that that Van Dijk will bring a lot more consistency and composure into our defense and with Keita next next year um, and his defensive uh, skills superb defensive skills uh, we will have make it the next step there uh, so I'm, I'm very positive about that I, 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 I think we should be a little bit more patient about both Lovren and Clavan and yeah if, if Mati oh. has to be considered yeah also. I don't. I don't think there's going to be much changes there. In fact, if at all, uh, I think we'll be keep this lot for a, you know a little while, a couple of seasons at least, as they are. Yeah. I, I'm, so I'm not too sure. We, just because we didn't mention him, uh, just thinking about Klein as well. Um, um, I guess he's been out all season, but are people happy with him if he comes back as a first choice fullback um, without a shadow of a doubt yeah I'm not I mean I'm my, not. Only, I my only I think thing, 
minus slight thing with him is his aerial ability. I mean, he's not tall, but then just remember watching Robertson in uh, in the Leicester game, and he made a great uh, recovering header, and uh, that's that's the only weakness I see in Klein uh, personally. But yeah, he, he, he can't hit for shit. That's that's true. Um, but you know, he's, he's, game and he doesn't offer a lot going forwards either. You know, not as much as some of the others do. I, I mean, right now I've got a problem with Gomez because he's, I, you know, he's he's making mistakes in every game now, and uh, and it's costing goals. And I think that's just a product of of his age and the fact that he's not actually a pure right back. So he's kind of finds it difficult to cope with certain situations, and it looks like teams are cluing in on it as well. And it's just, you know, I think he's being in danger of being overplayed, which I've said before. I think we should buy another right back. Um, and just so we can reduce the number of games he has to play. Um, and I don't mind Klein being a number two or even being superseded completely, you know, with some, with a, with a fullback that uh, has an aerial game and offers more going forwards. I completely, completely disagree. I think Klein is, is one of the best right backs that we can get, and we already have him. He's, he's very consistent. He's, he's, been out yeah. now for a very long time, but uh, before that, he was on 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 fifty-ish uh, games a season for us. Yeah, but he does one out of three disciplines. Right, he's a good fullback. He doesn't have an aerial game, and he doesn't offer a huge amount going forwards. Hey, he and does that, though. So that's he's, not, he's not bad. He's not bad in an attacking sense, though. He's, he, uh, I, I thought that he linked up with Mane particularly well, and when. When Mane wasn't in the side, then uh, uh, his his form dropped a bit. But he he was really good, I thought, in his first season. Um, he probably could really good for half of last season, and then his standard dropped a bit from his level. But yeah, I, yeah, but I, also, I think he's got. I think he's maybe got some room to improve. But it would. I think it would be difficult to get a much better player than him. Klein delivered a number of very, very good intelligent uh, assists and very good attacking moves um, occasionally. But I think he suffered um, from the general lack of creativity we had in the early Klopp, Klopp uh, stages. And mm. um, uh, that, that has so changed to such a degree, uh, we shouldn't judge him um, on, the, on the earlier years, I would say. Yeah, let's wait for him to come back, get back to full fitness and see what, what he can do. Yeah, I still think we should get another right back though. I think you know, I think it's dangerous. Again, I'm I'm sort of paranoid about this stretch of the season because it's so critical. You know what we could do? We could we could still flunk our season badly. You know, and I'd like to see a proper right back there and take Gomez out of the limelight a bit. Let him let him sort of let the learning things seep into his brain. You know, without the pressure. You know, because when you start making mistakes in the Premier League at, in at Liverpool, it doesn't often it doesn't get better playing. It, it kind of it, it compounds and gets worse and it gets focused upon and it becomes yeah. a much bigger thing. Opponents um, will target you. Opponents will will go out and target Gomez on his on his aerial ability. There will be dropping diagonals think, behind him. I, I think yeah. he should be I think he should be rested for a few games and bring Trent back in. Uh, because I, I He's he's been really good, I think. Um, maybe Klopp has been a bit more cautious with him because he's a bit he's a bit younger still. But Gomez, yeah, he's a teenager. Uh, looks, 
Yeah, Gomez out of the two looks perhaps at the moment like he's maybe a bit jaded and um, we've got Swansea next. If it does seem like a good opportunity to play uh, Trent and and maybe beyond that as well. Yeah, Just a few games and let Gomez get his head back together again. We should not be overly critical with Gomez. I mean, um, think about the uh, the, the, the equaliser from um, from Leroy Sané from City. It looked like it was mainly Gomez's mistake. Okay, he was misjudging the cross. Yeah, so Sané could get past him. But uh, um, then Gomez went, went went inside inside the box a little bit too far. But the main problem was that that Matip was keeping ball watching. He could have attacked Sané and bring. Uh, get him into trouble and, and, and avoid the, the, the shot on goal but he didn't do anything it was like a yeah he was in fact so being turned out like a goal just kept ball watching and left it entirely to Gomez who was wrongly positioned then so it was not entirely Gomez's mistake again Gomez makes mistakes but it's not always just him no no it's this wasn't just him but it is yeah. uh, it, it is a high profile error in What's it? Um, three games now. Yeah, he's been, you know, and creeped upon twice, and 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 now this. So you have to seriously think this is a lad who hasn't played this amount of minutes for a good three years now. This is the first time that he's been a starter for us, um, you know, for a very long period that he's playing, and he's still very very young, and he hasn't played for two full seasons so I'm, I'm, we, we're not critical I think we're more um, <coughs> cautious with him like don't destroy him and th- that could be something in there like, if you play him for the next few matches or at least in, in the next few matches you, you play him a lot um, you know and, and, and opponents will say we'll just drop diagonals behind him time and again that will be the rest of the season for him and that will become the narrative if Gomez plays you just play a diagonal in, in behind him and he's and he's he's, he's he's on toast yeah I mean our problem is we don't want him we don't want the problems to compound and then we enter the Champions League stage of the season you know as well as our our top four challenge as well we you know because you get into a position there where, when you've got no choice but to play him Right? You, don't, you only have him and Trent. They've got to alternate. You can't play. You don't want to be playing Trent in consecutive games. Yeah, why not? Um, We're doing it with Gomez. Physically. Who isn't? Well, Gomez is older. Gomez is two and a half years older than Trent. That's why. Yeah, yeah, I, I but he's all, also been problem. been been not playing for two years, and yeah. Trent has been playing a lot of under twenty three games. He's been playing a lot of um, first team games now as well. So. Yeah, he's, he's probably he's only, only the Champions League games plus two or three maybe. So he's you know he's okay at the moment. He's not played too much. I, I mean, this is this is my point. I think we're too light on the right back because we haven't got Klein. I think we're going to try and make do until Klein comes back. But Klein might have all sorts of issues coming back. He might spend six weeks getting his form yeah. back. You know. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think Klopp has to make a judgment call on when it's likely that Klein comes back. I mean, the last I heard, he was due back in February sometime. If he thinks he can come back and get up to speed quickly, then maybe you just think, okay, I'll play Trent the next three games, give Gomez a rest, 
and then hopefully I've got I've got Klein back or, or whatever. Um, but if this Klein situation looks like it's going to go on the rest of the season, may, maybe you're right, and he has to uh, have a look in, in the market. Trent has played 16 games, or been involved in 16 games, played on average 88 minutes in them. Yeah, which is too, which is really as much as he should do this this year, really. I mean, he's going to end up playing a load more, but it's probably too much in reality for a 19-year-old. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't be against asking him to get, you know, um, give me the last, give, give me the next two, three games, and then Gomez back in for, for Spurs. Now, Gomez is, is vigorated, he'll be arrested, he'll be ready to, 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 to go again. He has a, a bit of a time to reflect. Now, just a good three, four weeks of not playing footy, just a bit of training, a bit of relaxing, coming back on yeah. terms. That just, just, I, I wouldn't be against that. But It's three games time, Spurs, isn't it? We got Spurs, is it Swansea, Huddersfield, then Spurs? Uh, don't we have the FA game in between? Oh, we've got the couple of okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. got West Brom in between. So you got three games now. And, you know, He's play Trent. Play Trent in the West Brom game. Play Trent in all three. And then uh, have Gomez back in for Spurs. So so we know that Jürgen is a big fan of the show. So um, obviously, uh, he, 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 knows, he knows what to do now. Play Trent yeah. in three games and uh, then bring back Gomez. If he knows it's the best for him, he listen to this. So, Jürgen, um, that's that. Um, most of us are fine with Lovren being second or third. Um, it'll keep him on his toes, so we're fine with that. Okay, um, that about the defence. Anyone wants to add something? Express their views? No? Let's move on to midfield. Um, Christian? Uh, give me your stats. <laughs> yeah, just a moment. Just calling them up. Midfield, three spots, five available. So I, I, I went from a four-three-three theoretically. Um, so three, spot, three spots available, uh, three spots there, and five players available, which is Wijnaldum and Milner on the on the right, potentially Ox and Lalana, Chan. That's the fifth, with Hendo being injured at the moment. Yeah, Hendo is nearly fit though. Yeah, which would be fantastic when he comes back fully fit. That will be a great option. But uh, Oxford Chamberlain has stepped up big time, fantastically. I mean, he's doing all the Goretzka stuff, which I <laughs> expected from the German <laughs> uh, potential signing. So, um, yeah, in fact, we don't need <laughs> that German guy anymore. Uh, Oxford, brilliantly um well, well done uh, on Sunday, and uh, Lalana is coming back to full fitness, <clears throat> and um, yeah, and Chan also Chan. I'm, I was very critical of Chan, but uh, very good impression alongside uh, the uh, the um, impressive Oxford Chamberlain. So that I think Chan feels really comfortable now in the midfield with our increasing strength there. And uh, yeah, I'm very did happy. It, with did that. you hear that? He he did. He did need the um, fans telling him that uh, he he was being closed down. I quite like that. So uh, <laughs> if Anfield, if 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 well, the, the away fans will have to shout a bit louder. But uh, if they can keep that up when Emre is playing, it's a bit like um, 
you know, with Forrest Gump when it was like, run, Forrest, and everybody gets to the end of the pitch, you have to tell him to stop. <laughs> it's a bit like that with Emre. If you just keep on shouting, man on, or whatever, when he's, when he's being closed down, then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm just about to lose possession. <laughs> but he, he, he was great. Yeah, he was really good, I thought, against um, City. And it was really yeah. noticeable when he went off, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we really dropped a few levels. And, you know, that's that's always the difficult part when you come into uh, to a high intensity game with such high quality you know it's 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 difficult for for anyone you know if if, if Milner started he might have been very well in, in the rhythm and Chan comes on and you think Jesus like what you're doing because you're just so not attuned to to this to that level um I'm I'm okay with I'm I'm a bit forgiven to towards Milner who is showing signs of aging at the same time 32 uh, that means that in in the great ass AC Milan he'd be one of the youngsters. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 do we think with with Milner? Will will when he gets to the summer? I mean we know that Klopp likes to make this. Uh, deal with the players or whatever when he gets to the summer about the next year but did, will Milner be happy with the amount of football he's had this season will he want to do it again next year especially um, if Can stays and um, obviously Kite is coming in as well opportunities you'd think would be less for, for Milner yeah he will be arrested uh, he will and I feel like the club might want to get his wages off the books. How much has he got left on his deal? Is it about two years or is it one year left? Not sure, but uh, it's still a year or two, I think. Mm. His contract runs into um, June 2019, according to Transfer okay. Act. That's a year and a half. Mm. Miller will be very good for us for the, say, Low, lower profile games where not so much space uh, not so much pace and um, creativity is needed um, for the for the high profile games like like Champions League later rounds and also the the, the big games against Tottenham or City um, I think he he is not first choice anymore but that doesn't say anything about his his, his need for the for the squad in general because uh, with his experience and his Overall skills, he is still very useful against Swansea, West Brom, and all the shit. You know, where we ha we have to play, where we have to have some players uh, who are fit, and then he can he can play an important role there, but not against uh, teams like City or Bayern or yeah Barcelona, PSG. That won't be his his uh, his playground anymore. Yeah, and understandably so. Thing is, would he want to stay though? Well, I think well, when you get to his to his time of the career, you gotta say, well, you know, I'm playing at a big club still. You know, I'm gonna lessen my time. So, yeah, I, I would have thought he'd be he'd be okay staying till the end of his contract for a year and a half. It's not that long, season and a half left. And then maybe looking to retire somewhere quiet, maybe go to the States or something like that. Depends. Let's start for Morata. 
Yeah, I have to. Red card from Morata, which is going to affect him in the league, or even though he's not scoring in the league at yeah. the moment. Pedro uh, got a sending off as well. So at the moment, uh, well, is that, your, is that your bed just laughing about that situation, then, Eric? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chelsea were all laughing at you, birds included. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, maybe if Leeds is, is doing better, um, they might have him back. Or I'm quite sure they want to have him back, and maybe he'll fancy that. He thinks, you know, back home, club where it all started. Um, that's happening quite a bit. Uh, well, welcome back to Portman Road, then, where we're joined by Leeds United head coach Thomas Christensen. Uh, Thomas, what's your thoughts on, yeah, on the game today? Yeah, we could go back to Villa. He was pretty good there. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Villa might want him back as um, well. So. Ox and Lallana, Ox settling in so well. I mean, bloody hell. Goal and assist against City. What a performance. Yeah, it was, um, you, you, it was phenomenal. Most chances and, uh, created in the game as well. Yeah. And Lallana, you know, maybe he's two or three games away from sharpness yet. But even so, with both of those coming good, you know, and uh, he uses Sane, doesn't he, in the four-two-two-two formation a bit as well. Uh, we're sort of nicely stopped for our number eights at the moment. Um, Ginny as good. well. I thought he was fantastic against City. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although he he sort of plays more of a hybrid role now, doesn't he? Kind of he, he yeah. plays an eight at times, but he sometimes drops back into the more defensive positions as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right in between, I have to I have to say um, when I think about our first podcast, yeah, about yeah, one and a half. To years ago it's one and a half years ago it's, it's such a difference how many players and what, what quality we have available right now yeah how many options Klopp has at his disposal it's fantastic such a, an amazing difference isn't it yeah it absolutely is and we need the creativity right for most sides because most games aren't going to be like the City game which uh, was a, a real sort of a hark back to last season's big games with the midfield battle Whereas many of the games we're going to play, like Swansea, the midfield, they're, going to, they're just going to give us the ball and say, come on, break us down. So we need those options um, to try different types of creativity. If you look at the 15-16 season, um, our goalkeepers were Mignolet, Bogdan and Ward. Our defenders were Klein, Jose Enrique, Colo Toure, Dejan Lovren, Joe Gomez, Mamadou Sacco. Alberto Moreno, Stephen Colker, Thiago Ilori, Martin Skirtle, John <laughs> Flanagan, Brad Smith, Connor Randall, and Joe Maguire. Our midfielders, James Milner, Philip Coutinho, Jordan Anderson, Adam Lalana, Lucas, Emery Chan, Joe Allen, Cameron Brannigan, Jordan Ibe, Kevin Stewart, Ryan Kent, Jordan Rossiter, Joao Carlos, Sheyu Ojo, Sergi Carlos, and Pedro Chirivella in our attacking force was Christian Menteke, Roberto Firmino, Daniel Sturridge, Divo Garigi, Daniel Wings, and Jerome Sinclair. That's, that's miles. That's really weird, the attacking. Like, I think it still needs addressing a little bit more. Um, I still think we, I, I still think we're a bit striker-heavy and uh, winger-light, but you look at it back then, and it was almost ridiculous, uh, the number of strikers we had compared to to players who could play 
in in the wide areas. Yeah, we only had like Jordan Ipe who was playing out wide. Milner was playing out wide for uh, for a bit. Um, so it was Ibe, Lalana, Milner, Coutinho a bit on the wide. Not too sure. So, but if you look at that squad and you look, especially in defense, we're so much better now. And you know, the 15-16, that's uh, an Emery Chan who's two years younger, and that's Philip Coutinho who's two years younger. That makes so a, just a, think a whole world of a difference. Yeah, add Mane and Firmino to that. <laughs> that's kind of a big difference as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, and, and, and add Kaita to it. That's not too bad looking. No, our first 16, our first 18, I think, are really, really good. thing is, how far do you want to look beyond that? With the heavy rotation that we did, I think our squad looks really fit still. I was saying um, around the City game that, you know, their, their core players played... You know, they had five or six players playing more than 2,000 minutes. Well, we had like two or three. And we had a few more, uh, well above a 1,000. And they, they didn't have that much. So, you know, we've been rotating the most. And if you look at that performance on, on, uh, on Sunday, you're thinking, yeah... Rotation worked out really well there. He's got us through the Christmas period much better this year, hasn't he? Uh, there's no no doubt, no doubts there. Yeah, I think he learnt a bit from last year. Hmm. Absolutely, yeah, it's more than a bit. I mean, we didn't have any drop in terms of fitness, haven't we? Hmm. It's fantastic. It's, it's it's like he has totally eliminated the, this effect. Yeah, if you look at the Liverpool squad at this moment on injuries, we have Moreno, which was an impact injury. And then it's Klein. Henderson, who uh, yeah, Klein, who's who's been out for a, a while now with his back. Um, Adam Bokdan, who did the knee, still on the roster, and then it's Jordan Henderson with a tight hamstring or with with his hamstring. And Daniel Sturridge with, uh, I don't know, downwind, I guess. Stumped toenail or something. <laughs> yeah. So it, is, he, is he broken again? <laughs> he was. I think he's come back. So he's now training. It says injury unknown, return unknown. I think that's a, a, a default setting with Daniel Sturridge. <laughs> we don't know what he has and he, we don't know when he plays. So, yeah. Let's let's leave it at that. If he plays, we'll change it. <laughs> the funny thing is, is he'll pop up every now and again and say, "Oh, you know, I might have to move club because I'm not playing enough." And it's stuff is like, "You're not fit." <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, the thing is though, at the times he's fit and he isn't being used, and then when we want to use him, he's suddenly not fit. When you mm. think this is a period where he needs to step up, like the. Um, uh, like the Everton game, and then he, he's just gone, and he's gone for two full months. Well, like January. That's the problem. When he has a, yeah, he has a small issue, 
uh, and the small issue is minimum three weeks of Daniel Sturridge, and usually twice that. Yeah, he doesn't really recover well. So um, on Daniel Sturridge, um, there's a huge rumor going on that Inter is very interested in signing him on loan, um, but Liverpool is only interested in signing him on uh, on a permanent transfer. Um, if he goes, do we go and buy another striker, or do we say it's it's Solanke and it's especially Denny Ings' time? Uh, what do you think? Yeah, we I, was say, I was just saying earlier. I think we've we're still a bit striker heavy, heavy and uh, winger light. So um, I I would prefer to replace him with a with a wide forward. We probably need one anyway with Coutinho leaving, but um, I think it's a good opportunity if Sturridge goes that you... Uh, Klopp might need to have a look at it again in the summer. Um, you know, is Ings going to get back to the level required and that kind of stuff? But I think for now, yeah, it, it would it would make more sense, I think, to uh, look at the wide forward because I think we need one anyway. <coughs> <clears throat> yeah, we have so, a problem on the left wing. I mean, we have uh, we have uh, five attackers available for three spots, with Salah or Ings, with Firmino and uh, Solanke and Mane. Assuming that Sturridge is off, yeah. and uh, so there's definitely a problem on the left wing, because it's only 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 Mane at the moment, I think. Yeah, Salah's played there for a bit, so. <clears throat> Firmino is actually pretty good when he plays from the left as well but that means then you can't play him as a 9 so you then have to go back to Solanke uh, with with Firmino on the left which might not be favourable you do have have Ox that can fill in yeah yeah, Uh, and Lallana yeah so you've got a couple that could fill in uh, in in an emergency but uh, yeah I do think you probably need one, one forward that can play other sides. You want someone who could be flexible, you know, change it around. How about a recall from for Origi? Yeah, I thought about this today. It's um, he, he did an, a very good job so far, or has done a very good job so far for, for Wolfsburg. Uh, so that good that they want to sign him. Promised, I think, apparently the price. Isn't it something like one in four? He's scoring like one in four. One in four games. He scored four in in a very short space of time, and he hasn't scored since. Yeah, sounds like Rigi. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing with with Divock. He goes on, and he has this month or two where he's absolutely phenomenal. He's unstoppable, and then he falls off a cliff, and he, he you can't use him for another two three months. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm desperate to see Danny Ings um, because yeah. I just feel like he's such a good understudy for Robert Firmino because he has the hustle, you know, and that's what Klopp wants. He wants the hustle as well as a bit of finishing. And uh, he's not a classy finisher, Ings, but I think you know he's a direct finisher. But I just want to see him hustling out opposition and see if he's up to it. Yeah, he's he's yeah. he's comfortable in the box. He's 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 smart and he's got that 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 killer instinct. It always reminds me a bit about, about Fowler, in, in in a sense how he moves his feet and how he likes to finish. 
Oh, Fowler's fi- fi- well, Fowler's finishing was on another planet, though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, obviously, it's it's the it's style. It's the style. It's it's not as much as you know. It is him. Whereas yeah. Danny tends to blast it, doesn't he? Yeah, his latest. I would love to see Danny Ings too. Uh, he he's desperate for game time. He desperately needs it uh, to to get any sort of connection with the other players on the pitch. Yeah, and yeah, we have to see if there's any any chance of of playing him against Swansea, for example, would be a great opportunity. Huddersfield would be a good opportunity. The weaker opponents where we can, yeah test things. I think he'll who's, play in the West Brom game. In the cup. Yeah, is it West Brom in the cup? Yeah, it's West Brom in the cup. So if you play the four-two-two there, and you put Salah on the bench, and you put uh, Firmino on the bench, and you play Solanke and Ings through the middle, I think you, you, that could have a very good effect. You know, Lallana on the left, Jambo on the right, and our, our front three, we keep them fit for the two league games because well, we're trying to become second in the league. Yeah, well, I'm thinking Ings would be a good. Yeah, the, the FA Cup looks like the best opportunity to give him some time, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's also the talk is that he's he's certainly not on loan. So, um, to round it all up, um, we've been discussing all areas on the pitch. Um, if you had to buy just one player now, who would it be? Uh, to me, a goalie. Yeah, Definitely who? Who though? Well, well, that has to be either Allison or Oblak. Yeah, but yeah. he can't play in 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 the Champions League. So, what are you going to do there? Oh, uh, yeah, well, then you're going to have to play Carrius, who's been playing there. I think it'll just have to keep it the same way. But uh, I mean, you can't you can't decide I'm going to buy a keeper just for this year's Champions League. You know, unfortunately, when you're shopping at that end of the market, they usually are cup tied. You know, so you just have to live with it for this year. But I would buy a, buy a keeper before anybody else. I'd make a goalkeeper. I'm, I'm, I, I agree with you that it has to be a top priority in the summer. Mm. I would finish the season with Carius playing everything. Waters is under study, and just mm. a fuck makes right off. So, um, all right, thank you, Drew. Um, okay. Jason? Uh, I'm going to agree with Drew. So, uh, I, I think it's the number one area we need to improve. Our number one. And, um, yeah, uh, most likely an, an A Black, or, like Drew said, an A Black. Or, uh, I really don't know much about um, uh, the, guy, the guy with the, the girly name. So, um Alison. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll stick with uh, I'll stick with O Black. Oh. And and as Drew said, Champions League. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I think we've already. It's nice to go further. I mean, you should expect to beat Porto, but the the priority should be the league. And if O Black gives us a chance of finishing top four, then. Um, or, 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 I mean, we should be aiming higher than that now, I think, where we are. But um, finishing top four second year in a row 
would just be such a great achievement um, for where the club's trying to go and financially for what we can do in the summer and uh, suddenly our our back five would be completely transformed by bringing him in with uh, Virgil van Dijk so no idea if it's possible but um, that would that would be my preference now right fair enough mental what would you do um I'd love a keeper man uh, you know I think we've got a, I think we've got a with our front four and uh, you know the fab four is dead long live the fab four um <laughs> we've got a really good chance of uh, of, of uh, getting very very far in the Champions League because we can destroy teams you know we know how to uh, you know the city game is going to be a bit closer to the European games but um in some respects but you know with our firepower you know we could get to the final for that Champions League we really could I think um, yeah. the, the problem of course is you know uh, the erratic mistakes at the back so I mean I, you know I want Lovren out of the team I want a goalkeeper and I want a right back um, none of which are going to happen I don't think <laughs> right uh, thank you for your contribution and then uh, Christian yeah, I would go for the goalkeeper. Um, Allison has has um, made clear that he uh, doesn't want to move right now. Uh, I would go for goalkeeper as as soon as possible. And if we could convince Oblak of moving to to Liverpool and trigger his release clause, I would go for Oblak because he has much more experience. Is absolutely proved at the highest level. That's the one player I would buy right now, as soon as possible. Even though he's, he's cup tied, yeah, he would improve the overall. Um, yeah, t- um, the overall performance of of, uh, of of Liverpool because it takes a lot of pressure off the guys, yeah, for even for the Champions League competition because he will save us a lot of points and will spread confidence. Everything, um, I would go for him, just him. All right, uh, thank you, Christian. Um, that's been uh, the transfer show. Um, by the way, I wouldn't buy a goalie now. I'd go for a, a left winger. Um, and on that, on pace, on power, there's a lad across Stanley Park who wants to win trophies. What a <laughs> mad, mad world we live in. All the best, Theo. Right, thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. You show up.